Hello and welcome to Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain to you why. There's a creation tool that's located within the Anchor app, which will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And then Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. That's also one of the perks of using Anchor. And then your podcast could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place, which is in the Anchor app. So if you want to get started, and again, it's totally free, then download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to Life As It Is with me, Dora Middleton. In today's segment, I would like to talk about Crystal Kaiser. Uh, She's a teen that was forced into sex trafficking by uh, a Mr. Randy Volker. He was 33 years old and she was 16 years old. Okay, I was reading about this story and what I find really confusing about the whole thing is why any judge out there would want to sentence a this little girl to prison for killing him. She wanted to get out of the whole sex trafficking ordeal and he Mr. um Volker would he would basically threaten to kill her. So she would continue to do it and she stayed. But um, she killed him in June of 2018. And but before she killed him, they did lock him up for the fact that he had put her into the sex trade. But the judge turned around and let him right back out. Judge David P. Wilk in Kenosha County, Wisconsin. He released this man back to the public with no bail. He had no bail set. He was just free to go. So they they had all the evidence they needed to convict this man. He had been taking video of himself having sex with this little girl. Okay, and she was 16. But I believe he got her when she was younger than that. And then they basically not only found the video of him with her, they found video of Mr. Randy Volker with other little girls that was under the age of 12 years old. Okay, so my question is, what the hell was wrong with Judge David P. Wilk? I mean, Willick, basically, David P. Willick. What would really make you want to let this loser go? You have proof that he's not only raping this little black girl. It's all on video. Okay. And then you turn around and find more video of him raping other little girls under the age of 12. And in the city that she was located in, there was something to where if she could prove that um, the reason why she killed him was because of the fact that he had forced her into sex trafficking, that 
she could be acquitted of all charges. But this judge, Willick, decided that he felt that he didn't want to acquit her because he said that um, by acquitting her, it would set a dangerous precedent. Are you serious? So basically, you feel this little girl should spend the rest of her life in prison where she's basically been in prison already because the the man had her held up in these nasty hotels selling her body for sex, giving them her body for sex, for money, basically selling her for money. And then after he was killed, they found out the man had one point five million dollars in the bank. What they should have done is taken that money and given it to her and the other little girls that he was raping. But this judge feels the need to want to make an example out of her. But you didn't even you let this man go and didn't even bother to even set a bail. You just let this pedophile walk the streets to go kidnap a few more little girls and then had a problem with the fact that this woman was so tired of being sold and used up for sex that she killed him he had been threatening her he did so who's there to protect the little girl because it seems like to me the judge was protecting the man the pedophile sometimes when I hear these cases it make me think are these judges basically the same as these people when they make judgment calls like what he just did, it, does he have a hidden fetish himself is what I, I think about that sometimes. Like what kind of ju- you can help this little girl. She can get out. It was proven that he did all of this, but you felt you wanted to make an example out of her. So basically you want to again lock her up and throw away the key. Because she was tired of being raped and she killed him. And then the judge felt that and the prosecutors that she killed him to take his car. She might have taken the car, but she took the car to get the hell away. I I just don't get the world that we're living in today. And I think that anyone that sides with a pedophile in any case is disgusting. And I think they have some hidden little fetishes themselves because... No decent human being out there would be willing to keep a child, put a child in in prison because she killed her rapist. It just, you know, I'm kind of wondering if, and you know, I I have to say this, you know, and I might rub someone the wrong way. Well, I'm not going to say the wrong way. Someone might feel like they're being rubbed the wrong way. But if the shoe was on the other foot, if this man was a, a black or a Hispanic man and the little girl was white, my question is, would he still want to hold the little white girl in, in, in prison, put this little white girl in prison, or would he let her out? Based on the fact that the law says in Wisconsin, if she can prove that she killed him because of the fact that he had forced her into human trafficking, she could be acquitted of all charges. I just wonder if the shoe was if it was if it was a little white girl and it was a black or brown man 
if it would have ended this way. I I really don't think it, it would have. I think the little girl would have been let go. I think that he would have recommended some type of counseling for her and that she would have been well taken care of and probably offered the $1.5 million that the pedophile had in his bank account. But I just, I, and I'm wondering what race those other little girls were. I'm just really curious on that. And I'm going to do a little bit more research to see if I can find out what race they were because I'm I just I really cannot believe that he was free they let him go so that he could walk the streets and possibly snatch someone else up and start raping and taping again but yes she's being treated like the convict when she's not the convict he's she's being treated like she was the one that did something wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. She had every right to protect herself. And if it meant putting that bastard six feet under, then that's what she needed to do. And there's absolutely no reason to why this little girl should be in jail because she defended herself against a grown ass man, against a 33 year old man and has that had been raping her. Even before she turned 16. So I'm like I said before. If you can't depend on the law to protect you. Who can you depend on? That's why I always tell everyone. It's your duty as a parent. It's your duty as a grandparent. To protect what belongs to you. I don't care what anyone says, I don't care about anyone telling me, well, this is the law or this or that and the other. I'm going to say this much. If you screw with my kids and my grandkids, I don't give a damn what I have to do to protect mine. And I will sit there and wait for the police to come. I'm going to protect my children and my grandchildren. No matter what cost. Okay, because if you can't depend on these, this girl is once once again been failed. They're she, they failed her. Okay, they she's they failed her. She's sitting here, finally free from basically the hell that this man had been putting her through, selling her off to all these other men for sex. This man has become a millionaire, basically. Off her body and the bodies of the other little girls under 12 years old that he was raping and videotaping too. And the judge felt that she needed to be punished because she killed him. Because he said she probably wanted to steal his car. No, how about the little girl was tired of being fucked around and screwed by all of these grown ass men and probably beat on and she wanted to get away. How about that? Did you ever think that that could be the reason why she took the damn car to get away? He's sick. And I don't know how that judge can look his look at, at, into a mirror at himself and know that he's okay giving this child life in prison. I mean, her attorney is going to try to do an appeal, but come on now. What are we working with here? I'm pretty sure it's, it might be the same tired ass type of judge that 
you know, she had to deal with with him. It, it saddens me to think that this is the type of world that we are living in to where the rapists and the pedophiles and the, the murderers get more respect than the victim. This is the type of world that we're living in where our kids don't mean shit. When our kids come up missing, they're said to have run away. They don't want to look for them because they they claim the kids just had issues at home and decided to run away. When anytime you say a six year old ran away, rather than look for them, you're you're just I'm just you're disgusting. Okay. And there's been numerous of uh, different situations where little black kids or little Hispanic kids have not been looked for because the first thing out of the policeman's mouths is, oh, they ran away. So why in the hell, why is it that our kids are always, always considered runaways and Caucasian kids have been kidnapped? Amber alerts flying around everywhere. Phones beeping because these, of these alerts. Black and brown kids don't get that. They really don't get that. They don't get any airtime. The media seems to not give a damn. No one gives a damn. The only way these kids are going to get put into the spotlight or get any kind of coverage is when we all share their faces and their stories over social media. Because if not, they're just written off as runaways. It's like the black kids don't matter. Hispanic kids don't matter. Any child of color does not matter in certain people's eyes. And that's wrong. All kids should, all kids, it should matter when all kids are missing. They should all get the same treatment, okay? You should look for them all the same way. But we all know, whether you want to believe it or not, I know it's someone that's going to say, that's not true what she's saying. You know, that's not how they handle it. That's exactly how they handle it. I knew firsthand of a story where a little girl was kidnapped, a little Hispanic girl. The first thing out of their mouths, this little seven-year-old girl, they said, ran away. Didn't try to look for her. The girl ended up raped and killed in the trash dumpster. The, the police were right there on the lot. She, they said she probably was still alive in that dumpster. And they didn't even bother to look in it. All they did was roped off the area and didn't bother to look in the dumpster. And the little girl died in the dumpster. Because they said she had been, she had run away. They didn't want to look for her. They even refused to give her mother an interpreter because she didn't speak English that well. I I couldn't believe it. She was such a sweet little girl. I couldn't believe it. But one good thing is they did come in and fire every last one of those cops. Every last one of them, I think, except for about three. And this happened in Georgia. You know, I'm I'm just it it saddens me to think of the fact that these people this is the type of law that we have in place. These are the type of people that they're supposed to protect us, but they don't. It's like they work against us. How can we respect these these judges and these lawyers and these policemen, if they don't even respect us as human beings, to them, our lives don't matter. And this shit needs to change. There is absolutely no way 
This child should have to go through this. So she finally got away when she was being held captive. She finally got away just to be put back into prison because she killed the very man that was raping her every day and selling her off to any man that was willing to pay in any sleazy hotel out there in Wisconsin. That's bullshit. Okay. I can say that right now. That's ridiculous. And and that judge should never be able to look at himself in another mirror after what he's done. You give her life in prison because you, you want to make an example out of her. You don't want to let her go, even though there is a lot out there that could have protected her. You didn't want to use that. So you wanted to make an example out of her. How about make an example out of the pedophiles that's killing and raping these little girls and kidnapping? How about make an example out of them and throw their asses in jail and never let them see daylight ever again? How about doing that? And then for him to let the man out of jail when he was locked up, he didn't even set a bail for him. He just let him walk out like he hadn't even done nothing. You are a sick man. Okay, I will say that that judge is a sick person. You have to be sick to be okay with what you did. But I would like to take a brief break and I will be right back. Hello and welcome back to Life As It Is with me, Dora Middleton. In this segment, I was talking about a little girl that was given life in prison because she killed the person that had kidnapped her and used her for sex trafficking. And again, her name was um, Crystal Kaiser. And the pervert that had been selling her off for sex was Randy Volker. He was a 33-year-old Caucasian. She was a 16-year-old black girl. And he had started doing that to her before she even turned 16. He had been holding her against her will and selling her for sex. This man literally made $1.5 million off of selling little girls under the age of 12, including her, but he had her until she was 16 and until she decided to try to get away. So she killed him. And I was just talking about how the fact that this judge sentenced her to life in prison because he said it wouldn't be right to let her go, even though there was a law out there to protect anyone that has been used for sex trafficking in in Wisconsin, there was a law that could have protected her and he wouldn't abide by it because he said he didn't want, you know, basically he wanted to set an example. But what example are you setting that any pedophile out there can rape you and kill you or or do what he want to do to you and never get any jail time? Because that's all he was, that's all he's saying, you know, and this is what we're seeing every day. Every time you log on to social media, every time you go on Facebook, you're sharing pictures of all of these black and brown children. And and you never see any of this on the news. None of them get any news time. They don't get any time. They don't talk about them on the news. We pass these pictures around and keep passing them around until finally someone in the family updates something new And then we hear that they've been found dead. But not one time did the news talk about these children. And this is what I'm saying. Why is it that 
black and brown children can't get the same coverage that Caucasian children get. Why does this, I mean, why does it have to consist on you being a certain race in order to get the kind of exposure you need for your case? Why is it that basically everyone's saying, well, if these kids aren't Caucasian, we don't care? Because that is basically the message that you are putting out there that if these kids are not Caucasian, we're not going to look for them. It doesn't matter. You know, and I know it has nothing to do with the subject about the murder with this pervert. But I'm just saying this is how it, it you know, it's always ending in tragedy when these children are black or brown, you know, and something needs to change. They need to do better with what they're doing. I mean, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't have to constantly sit here and keep sharing and sharing and sharing because it's not getting to all the people. I mean, yes, there's a lot of people on social media, but we need to get these pictures and these names of these kids out into main, mainstream media. Basically, we need to get them on television. We need to let everyone see these faces and, and these names because I think that might help the kids get found and not only that, found alive. But if we only have the internet to try to help these kids, it's it's not working. It really isn't. I mean, they're usually, they're found dead more than they are alive. Can you imagine knowing that you keep sharing these pictures and next thing you know, their family uploaded something saying, well, we called the police. The police said that they were runaways, which they weren't. And then they were found dead. And then the guy that did it decided he just wanted to go out and rape and kill someone and kill these kids. Because the media wanted to make it, I mean, the because they the policemen wanted to make it so that everyone would think that these kids just ran away. I don't know why they're thinking that the households that most of these black and brown kids come to come from is so bad that the only thing they think about is running away. It's not like that. And I we really that's why we're pushing for things to be different because it shouldn't be this way. If a parent, I don't care what race you are, you can be brown, you can be red, you can be black, you can be white, you can be purple, you can be yellow. If you go to the police station and you say that your child is missing, you should be able to have that child's photo put on the news so that people can start looking out for these kids. But don't sit here and say, well, they probably ran away. I think they might have run away. Who cares what the hell you think? Put the child's face on the news so that more people will have access to the child's face and know where they came up missing from, okay? But, and then you say you don't want to waste, you know, the resources in case they did run away. Okay, but what if they didn't? But you've wasted a lot of resources on situations where, and and this is the sad part, where there's a lot of Caucasian kids that did run away. That got mad over cell phones and ran away. You wasted every resource you had looking for a child that wasn't even kidnapped. They were hiding at friends' houses and shit. But yet you look for them. 
Why can't you do the same thing for the black and brown kids? You don't even bother to look. They don't bother to look. They don't bother to put it on the news. It's like the news media don't care. These people, these parents and their these kids' families say they contact the newsroom. The news tell them they can't put it up there. They're not willing to help them. They go to the police. The police aren't willing to do anything. They tell them just keep let's just wait a little bit longer and see if they show up. Yeah, they show up, but they show up dead. They show up and they end up in a body bag. Okay, someone finds them dead in a trash can or somewhere thrown away like a piece of trash in a field. I mean, they're always somewhere. These kids are suffering because in the eyes of some people out there, black and brown lives don't matter. And I get so tired, and I'm going to say it again, I get so tired of hearing people say, well, all lives matter. Yes, all lives matter. Of course they do. And I, I'm I'm the first one to say it. I constantly say it. All lives do matter. But at the moment, we're talking about the little black kids, the little brown kids that don't get the coverage on television that they should get when they come up missing. They don't have the resources that they need to be found The police don't look for them because they consider these kids as being runaways. This is what I'm talking about. And that's what we need to change. Stop saying how all lives matter. We're not talking about all lives right now. We're talking about the coverage that these black kids or these Hispanic kids or any child of color don't get. They don't get the same coverage that the Caucasian kids get. That's a proven fact. We all know that. I can remember doing a report in college about this. And the more I dug, the more I found all these missing black women and kids and little black boys. And not one time did we see any of this on television. But I know around the time that Natalie Holloway, I believe that was her name, when she was missing, oh, we saw, we it was in our heads that's how much we saw it on the news about her coming up missing in, in Aruba. They kept it in the spotlight. But at the same time, I when I was researching, I found missing black kids the same time she was missing, around the same time she became missing, that never got any any airplay. They never said anything about these these people. Still haven't said anything about them. Why? Because they were black and it didn't matter to them. It didn't matter to them that these people were missing. After doing that report, all I could do is just sit there and stare at all these pictures because I had to print the stuff off and I had to do a report on all of this. And I can remember when I did my report, when the professor was talking about it, that it was a Caucasian woman in my class that had the nerve to get upset because... She felt I should have been talking about white kids too. Lady, my report was on missing black kids that don't get the exposure they need to be found. So get out of your damn feelings, get your panties out your ass and understand what I'm talking about. Get out of your feelings, you know. I'm trying to say that they need to change and put all children up there that's missing, just not Caucasian children. And it just pissed me off when she wanted to get all 
get her panties all in a knot and get upset because, oh, I left out the white kids. You don't have to worry about that because they're going to get the coverage that they need. That's why I did the report because we're complaining about the coverage that the black and brown kids don't get when they come up missing. Why is it that they continue to say that these kids are runaways no matter how young they are? That's what I was talking about. So I wanted to do this segment because I had come across this article, like I said, about this this poor child, Crystal Kaiser. And I, I thought that it would be a good thing to do to do this segment to bring to light even more about what's going on with the media. The media will put anything and everything out there. So why is it that they, they won't put it out there when someone comes to them begging for their help about their lost child or children when they're black? Why is it that you refuse to put it on the news? And why is it that the policemen refuse to help them because they feel that they're always runaways? That's the questions I want everyone else to start asking so that we can change what's going on in this world that we live in so that everything will become fair the way it should be, that they will report on all missing children, not just Caucasian children, but all of them, black, brown, yellow, green, blue, whatever. Report them as missing. Put them on television so that more people can see their faces. That's all we're asking. Okay, so um, I would like to thank all of you for joining me in this segment today. I've enjoyed it. Um, I hope that you're hearing what I'm saying and basically spread the word. You know, let everyone be in an uproar about what's going on. Maybe we will see some changes in the near future, hopefully. Okay, until next time, thank you for joining me, Dora Middleton, on Life As It Is. Take care.